0: This week on Ultra 64, we're sticking it to the patriarchy with Ms. Pac-Man Maze Madness. (laughs) Waka waka, everybody. Welcome to Ultra 64. We are the internet's comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast. Each and every week we are playing a different randomly selected game from the Nintendo 64. We're lining them up in a row and we're gobbling all up and we're making ghosts die further. And my name is Steve Guntling. Hello, I am
1: subsisting totally on a diet of dots.
0: What is this, Gousy? (laughs) And joining us today, wearing a nice pink bow so that we know she's the female in the room, (laughs) it's Corinne Kempin. Hi, Corinne. Hello. Welcome welcome. I'm so glad you could be here to help us uh man it up, I suppose. Ms. Pac-Man, I guess.
1: I didn't help very
0: much. You were you were really good at the uh, at the uh, multiplayer modes, but we will. And the multiplayer get
1: into modes that. caught us by surprise. I think so. so. It was, yeah, dude, I think they proved so. to be a little a special little treat. Oh. And I mean what what good would it we be if we had a Miss Pac Man show without a without a Miss in the room?
0: We'd be no good at, at all. <laughs> no damn good. Yeah. Um so yes, we are talking today about Ms. Pac Man Maze Madness. Uh, and this is kind of a spin off of the classic Ms. Pac-Man character. This
1: is a horrible disease where you go to Denny's and you only order the children's menu. And they, <laughs> and they bring you out the little placemat and you solve it, and then you go to another Denny's. I thought
0: you were gonna go corn with that. Like I thought, oh you were like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, he's got the maze madness. We need to take him out behind the barn and shoot him with a musket. It's a good one too. Uh, yes, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about Ms. Pac-Man. I love Ms. Pac-Man. I think uh, you got you know, a big raging
1: boner. Big old weird <laughs> big shaped old power pellet. Pac-Man. I've <laughs> got <laughs> a power pellet
0: for Ms. Pac-Man. <laughs> uh, all right, let's learn a little bit. Uh, so as we all know, uh, Ms. Pac-Man would not exist if it weren't for a lovable little pellet-eating monster named Crazy Otto. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was the name that MIT students Kevin Kern and Doug McRae gave when they were uh, coming up with a Pac-Man knockoff while they were still in school. They were trying to distribute that in the early 80s. Under the name GCC, or General Computer Corporation, which is the (laughs) most generic name of all time, they're definitely a shell corporation in the Caymans. Uh, The pair had cut their teeth on producing clones like Super Missile Attack, and they were looking to cash in on the Pac-Man fever pandemic sweeping the world. Super Missile Attack. That's (laughs) like the
1: the most blatant knockoff name for Missile Command. Yeah, yeah,
0: Super Missile Attack. We're better because we have Super in there. Uh, So yeah, so they developed a game called Crazy Otto. Crazy Otto had legs and he ate monsters instead of ghosts. He was kind of like
1: uh, that guy in Word Munchers.
0: Yeah, yeah, actually he was. He he looked a lot like that if you know that game. Uh, Yeah, he had legs, he ate monsters, but the gameplay was otherwise identical. Uh, But the development took a bit of a detour when Namco issued a lawsuit over the duo's earlier knockoff games. So, in order to avoid potential litigation, the two reconfigured the game to be more directly like Pac-Man. They slapped a bow on it, and they brought the idea straight to Midway, who was the series distributor in the U.S. Uh, and they were trying to just pitch it as a direct sequel instead of a rip-off. So
1: they were get so they were in trouble for trying to make a knockoff, and mm-hmm. they just de- they decided we'll just go to the company with our knockoff and see if they want to buy
0: it. Right, but they went Crazy. to the American distributor rather than the Japanese company uh, okay. that was suing them. So it's kind of. It left the whole series in some weird kind of uh, legal morass the, for years and years.
1: The early days of arcade gaming are just kind of like, not to use a term that is overused, but like a the Wild West of yeah. like licensing because so many companies like would develop it in one region and then like a different company would distribute it in the states. Yeah, and so there were constant battles over who had the right to make power o- decisions over this character.
0: Right, and it, for a while, like. People just kind of didn't care. They didn't really know right. what they were dealing with. Like, they didn't know that these could be, like, licensable characters. It's it even, a circle with a <laughs> gr- triangle cut out of it. You yeah, know?
1: it even got crazier with, like, um, com- companies that were, like, Sears would get involved oh, in the market. Right. And so, like, there were Ataris that only Sears were allowed to make.
0: And when, those ones would play. Like, I had one that I bought, like, at a knock- uh, 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 secondhand store. And... You could play in television and Coleco games on it as well. Mm. So there was just, like, no kind of block for anything. You could just do whatever you wanted with it. It wasn't until Nintendo kind of came on the scene that they started regulating that. Uh, But, yeah, so they they took this uh, Crazy Otto character to Midway, pitched it as a sequel to Pac-Man, and the gambit worked. Midway bought the rights to it uh, to produce what was then known as Pac-Woman. Uh, a few edits later, uh, there was... They had, th- they had to tone
1: her down to make her sexier. They did, absolutely.
0: <laughs> uh, they changed the name. Uh, they removed the uh, Karen haircut that she had for a while. She okay. had like a little bob haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, they replaced that with the bow and an icon was born. I think Ms. that was Ms. all it pa-
1: Pac-Man with hair seems odd. I think that was a good good choice to, I, I to like cut to that think- hair.
0: What do you think a Pac-Man feels like? Like oh, in the mm. real world, if you were to like rub a Pac-Man, what does it feel like? Is it rubbery? Is it spongy? Oh. I imagine I it like,
1: being very hard.
0: Yeah. yeah. like varnished. You think varnished? Okay. Maybe it's just so like. Smooth. Maybe yeah. it's like a peach and it's just covered in a fine layer of hair. Oh. And I don't like got, that.
1: that. No, I don't be. like that either. And if
0: you get real close, they've got real small teeth. Just a lo- oh. hundreds and hundreds of real small teeth. What are you doing? Te- that? awful. <laughs> I'm just curious. I don't know. That right. drains.
1: <laughs> me. Somehow I only can envision Pac Man I it's so hard to envision Pac Man like in a three D space. Yeah. Whenever I think of Pac Man like if Pac Man was sitting there, he'd just be a yellow piece of construction paper.
0: Yeah. Like. You don't you don't immediately look at that and think, Oh, he's got legs. That's how <laughs> yeah. he's getting around. I just assume he's dragging himself on his horrible tail or the cilia like hairs all over its body. Filly. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, with the, while the, the simple addition of a pixelated bow and lipstick to make the character female seems kind of uh, pandering, uh, it, it was part of a genuine push by developers at the time to bring more women into gaming because girls were packing arcades just as much as uh, boys were. And one 1982 study that there were more female Pac-Man players than male, mm. but there was very little representation. And they talk mm. about it like... or any of the ghosts female? It's in weird, this it's... one, yes. Oh, in this okay. One, yes. We get oh, one female ghost because uh, Clyde turns into Sue.
1: Do they give her a bow?
0: I no, that, she's just uh, You just
1: have to know that by the lore.
0: You just have to know. Mm-hmm. Like Clyde's pink and Sue is pink, but one's a female, one's not maybe
1: it's said on the side of the game. Um and for what it's worth too, there was there's like pretty like there are meaningful advances in Miss Pac Man over Pac Man. Yeah. Like um I think the game runs a little faster.
0: It does. Um,
1: The mazes change. Like Pac-Man would always be the same level and you would just play it over and over. And Miss Pac-Man, like the colors of the mazes change Mm -hmm. and the layouts change.
0: Yeah, there are four distinct tables. And I Um, think
1: most importantly, the ghost patterns change, which is not something that really matters if you're like us and don't just... Play a ton of Pac-Man, but if you really want to get serious about it, like, ghost patterns are everything.
0: Yeah, that's why Miss Pac-Man is, like, harder to play if you're trying to go for, like, world record scores. Because, because it's less predictable. Yeah, you can do the same exact thing in every stage it's of Pac-Man. memorization. Exactly, yeah. Because two of them, two of the ghosts will follow the same pattern every time, and then two of them are going rogue. Mm. Uh, okay. They also have different speeds. So, like, of course, Sue, the slowest ghost, <laughs> it becomes the slowest ghost. So they, they make that one female because... <laughs> sexism 80s <laughs> fun. always fun uh and fruits don't appear in the same place uh they come up randomly and they move around in the tunnels that's another big difference
1: they like hop they're like yeah <laughs> what, what, do, do these fruits not want to be eaten come on
0: yeah yes. no but yeah so there's, there's also w-
1: uh there's also cute little cutscenes in the game which i think are some of the earliest cutscenes in video gaming like when you get through the second or third level there would be a scene of, like, Miss Pac-Man and Pac-Man sort of both outrunning ghosts and then bumping into each other, and then there's a little heart over their heads. Yeah,
0: it's a meet-cute. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly how they met. But yeah, so they they were trying to bring more females into uh, video gaming at the time, and uh, Namco insisted that the upcoming, that the new Pac-Man sequel had to be female, because they were developing a cartoon series where Mm -hmm. they wanted him to have a family. They wanted him to have a (laughs) wife and kids, because this Pac-Man fucks. (laughs)
1: That's where you go immediately. Yeah, You're like, all right, what do we know about pac-man he lives in a blue maze he he's covered go-
0: in fur and varnish
1: <laughs> he eats ghosts um let's rip off the cosby show <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, did you ever watch that cartoon either of you no but i've listened
1: i put one of the songs from it on my yearly christmas album. yes okay yeah
0: <laughs> the voice that they get for the pac-man character is bizarre it's just really? like it sounds like an old man who's been eating cigars for 30 years and just we don't know what those like, dots are made of imagine if
1: you just subsisted only on dots just like packed full of nicotine <laughs> yeah like what are those like going down maybe they're all ragged maybe they're yeah. just like rocks and Pac-Man's your throat
2: tiny
1: is just torn right? yeah, up from the inside by all these dots I have a shredded trachea <laughs> Waka waka mm.
0: oh, it's horrible horrible noise <laughs> uh, but yeah so they, they added the Miz to the title and That was an active choice because they they started with Miss Pac-Man for the Singled or Mrs. Pac-Man for the Married, but they wanted to emphasize some feminist values. And in the late 70s and early 80s, the easiest way to do that was to call a woman by Ms. Uh, Apparently, that's all it took. I remember that
2: being a thing. Yeah. So
0: in the show, are they married?
1: They're married. Yeah,
0: they're married. Uh, she definitely gets relegated to second banana. She's kind of the the person who's uh, or the pack person, the packson, I don't know. <laughs> she's the she's the entity she is the that is just sit, staying at home raising the pack children. Okay. Um, which you will see in. Uh, did you play Pac-Man 2, The the one the weird like point and click oh, one. That game is so
1: bizarre. It's not yeah. a point and click game. You control a slingshot. Yeah. And you like shoot things on the stage to get Pac-Man's attention. Yeah. And then you can point him in different directions. It's a really neat idea that is a very frustrating 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 game very frustrating it's very it's very weird it looks really good like it's very cartoony and cool looking yeah it's
0: it's worth checking out for if you want something very different it's
1: not fun but it's interesting
0: But either way, uh, the the push for more representation uh, worked as far as sales were concerned. Miss Pac-Man is kind of arcade royalty. It, mm-hmm. I think it's a better game. Oh, than it definitely Pac-Man. is. Wild, yeah. yeah, way better. It's, it's
1: the uh, Galaga to Pac-Man's Galaxian.
0: Uh, the, perfect, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, yeah, it's and its popularity has lasted. It's, it was a massive bestseller. It's the fourth highest selling arcade game of all time. What's it? More, what's it
1: behind? Uh, is
0: it like Pac-Man is number one. Okay, Space and Invaders Space is number Invaders, two, and then. I want to say Galaga is three. Okay. Might so be all that
1: stuff that. happened very early. Yeah. Right?
0: Within the same couple of years. Okay. Yeah. But they sold 125,000 is up there. Donkey Kong might be up there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they, it's estimated that the game earned $1.2 billion in quarters by 1987, <laughs> five years, a billion dollars in quarters. That's crazy. It has a list on pretty much every best game of all time list. In in 2016, Time Magazine named Miss Pac-Man the fifth best video game of all time. Original Pac-Man did not make the list. And, of course, it's been ported to just about every console under the sun. I think the general consensus is if you're going to play original Ms. Pac-Man, you want the SNES or the Genesis versions. Well, you want the arcade. Well, of but, course the arcade. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to play at home, yeah. I suppose. Yeah, you want the SNES or the Genesis version because they added two-player functionality, uh, which is always fun in Pac-Man.
1: Is it just alternating or are you playing it? I think it's just alternating. I
0: don't remember. I don't, I think I've played the Genesis one, but I don't recall off the top of my head. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. There's
1: just... What happened with Pac-Man? Like, is and you know it had this giant heyday and was sort of everywhere. I remember there was a there was a Pac-Man serial. Yeah, um, Pac-Man cartoon. I, I have the Pac-Man board game.
0: Oh right, we um, we like kind of uh... you
1: like actually there's like a big plastic. It's like a, like a staple And then you can Yeah you can push it down <laughs> yeah. On these dots And they'll sort of Get sucked up through the hole In the bottom of its neck Yeah
0: you're just kind of like Yeah it, it's It's really bizarre Is that Sounds game fun? Pretty fun? It can't be fun right? I no it's I right? mean
1: it's It's, it's not kids. complicated It's the same level Like is mousetrap fun?
0: Mouse, I, I never actually played the game Mousetrap. I no. would just set up the Mousetrap. Okay,
1: y'all, yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah, That's all I would ever it's, do. It's the same level of fun that Mousetrap is. Okay, sounds all right. Like
2: Hungry, Hungry Hippos esque. Yes. It's
0: that yeah. level of fun. Like slowed down Hungry, Hungry Hippos, I guess. I, that sounds fun to me. Um, yeah, a little random Pac Man, Ms. Pac Man trivia, just because I like to do that. In 1982, uh, pa- in the 1982 Pac Man animated series, Ms. Pac Man is referred to as Pepper, but she doesn't oh, actually okay. have a canonical first name anywhere else. But. Apparently, her name is Ms. Pepper Pac-Man. I like it. Yeah. uh, The game is actually uh, the first time Ms. Pac-Man has... Or this game that we're talking about today is the first time Ms. Pac-Man has headlined a game since 1982. She's appeared as Mm. a supporting character in about a dozen other Pac properties, but they've all been under different names. So, like, they call her uh, Pac-Woman in one. They call her Pac-Marie in another one. Like, they always have to kind of work around it. And the reason is because GCC, the company that created Crazy Auto, until like last year, they still technically owned the rights. I see. So Namco would have to pay to use her image. After a while, they wanted to stop doing that. But now the rights have reverted back to Namco. So I think we're going to see some more Ms. Pac-Man stuff in the future. Okay. Um, That's cool. And then lastly, uh, around the release of this game, Ms. Pac-Man was named the quote-unquote celebrity spokesperson of the National Alliance of Breast Cancer Organizations or NABCO. Not NAMCO. NABCO. Uh, and the percentage of the proceeds from Maze Madness went to raising awareness of breast cancer. Well, so, that,
1: that's that's cool. Not, I yeah, mean, that's good. I like and that. I, I, you know, I don't want to be a devil's advocate here, but Ms. Pac-Man does not have boobs.
0: No, like, no not anymore. <laughs> oh, that's sorry, raised, that's a sore spot. Oh, that was bad. I'm yes. sorry. That was horrible. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> Um, All right, let's talk about this game before I shame spiral. Uh, Ms. Pac-Man Maze Madness was released November 13th, 2000, developed by Namco Home Tech and published by Namco. Uh, And it was also released on PlayStation Dreamcast and the Game Boy Advance. So,
1: yeah. I mean, this is just a weird... It's a weird character because it's a character that's so rooted in such a time and style of gameplay where, like, going through a maze like, a small maze is, like, enough to be a fairly, like, complicated game. Yeah, yeah. And it's so you say, how do we sort of be true to that character but also make the game have content for someone in 2000? And they really – I mean, they really struggle with that. There's been a ton of Pac-Man games. Yeah, Um,
0: in pretty much every kind of genre you could think of. In every kind
1: of of genre, but, like, they've all been kind of weird – miss they're either sort of minor um like you play them for 10 minutes and you're like yeah okay that's kind of what i expected or yeah. they're like Pac-Man 2 and they're kind of trying to do something different and ambitious but are not that fun
0: right right yeah. right and i think This one bridges the gap nicely. I think this really uh, evolves the formula in a smart way. A little bit about Namco Home Tech. We've talked about Namco in the past. Uh, That actually stands for Nakamura Manufacturing Company. Excuse me.
1: Wasn't that the name of the uh, company that made the detergent that looked like Homer? Nakamura Fish Concern or something like that? Something like that.
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, Osaka Fish No. I forget. Okay. I forget now. Damn it. Okay, someone from The Simpsons write in. Uh, <laughs> Matt so. Selman
1: write in. and Tell us <laughs> the name of that. Uh, so
0: Namco was started in 1955. They initially specialized in those coin-operated amusements from in front of grocery stores. So if you've ever ridden oh. on a little horsey as a kid, you <gasps> do might have Do they still have them. those
1: things in front of grocery stores?
0: I don't look for them. No, I do I've seen some in the mall. They've got like a little like cluster of them in the mall, like okay. shaped like rocket ships and stuff. Next but time I, I see know. one Have of those, those I, will,
1: I will ride on it as a token. It's gesture.
2: been a long time. Yeah. yeah, I've seen one of those.
0: Yeah um uh where was i okay so they're um they're, they had their massive video game their first video game hit was galaxian and that was made to cash in on the space invaders phenomenon
1: we talked about it in the uh namco arcade collection yes in the, in yes episode.
0: absolutely uh and the follow-up of course was pac-man and the rest is history from there but namco home tech which we're talking about today was one of the company's lesser-known subsidiaries and their skill was in adapting the pac family into other styles of Play So uh, they made a game called Pack Attack, which is like a Puyo Puyo Pop uh, style puzzle game. Yeah, uh, There was uh, Pack in Time, which is a side scroller that's all grappling hook based. I think you might like wow. that Wow.
1: Actually, that <laughs> sounds really cool.
0: Yeah. Check it out. Super NES. Okay. Um, and then the 3D platformer Pac-Man World, uh, which is pretty fun. pretty Pretty fun little 3D platformer. Um, so Home Tech was absorbed into the main company in 2002, and Namco, of course, is still going strong. They merged with Bandai in 2005, and now they're called Namco Bandai, but they make the Soul Calibur games, so they're, they're, they're doing good. Yeah. They're doing fine. Um, all right, there was a plot in this game. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, copied down the plot straight from the manual.
1: I mean, this would be a weird game if there was no plot, like, there's, there because are worlds. It, it's such, it's such, it would be a, such a strange, like, premise. Like, it works in arcade games. Yeah. Um, It works in something from the early 80s, but they're like, uh, you're exploring this Egyptian area and you have to eat dots. And it's like, (laughs) wait,
0: why? (laughs) Yeah, okay, explain it to me. Well, this is the reason why. The four wonders of Packland are mystical regions separated from everything else in Packland by strange force fields. In each land resides one of the four gems of virtue, generosity, truth, wisdom, and courage. Without them, darkness and chaos would fall on Packland. Someone has invaded the enchanted castle and turned it into a ghost-ridden haunted house. Worst of all, the princess has vanished without a trace. Professor Pack, Packland's resident genius, believes that someone has used dark magic to invade the enchanted castle and is planning to attack the rest of the Four Wonders. Today, he is showing Ms. Pac-Man an intriguing invention called the Pactrometer. With the amazing device, someone could pass through the force fields into any of the Four Worlds. As Professor Pack pr- proudly presents the Pactrometer to Miss Pac-Man. Oh, say that five times <laughs> The mirror in his lab suddenly becomes alive with ghostly apparitions. They begin dragging the professor straight into the mirror. With a mighty effort, he tosses the Pactrometer to Ms. Pac-Man and yells at her, Save Pac-Land! Go! Go get the gems! So yeah, all very dramatic sounding. Um, we only get this through, like, st- Almost still image cutscenes, right? Like you but can they see are, the.
1: They are nice looking. Like they yeah. look like a cartoon.
0: Very Saturday morning kind of style. Uh, I liked watching Pack or uh, Professor Pack talk because he just his mustache would like go up, go down, go up, go down. It was yeah. very clearly just like you know in PowerPoint where you're going back and forth between slides. Yeah, it's just exactly. that. Yeah, uh, which works well. Uh, the story—I mean, this is pretty boilerplate story. There's no real reason to get involved. There are no bosses. It's,
1: it's one of the major archetypes: is man versus man, man versus machine, pack woman man versus, save princess, pack woman versus
0: uh, dots. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, But the, the interesting thing is, I, can you think of any other game where a female protagonist is trying to save a female princess? Off the top of my head, I can't think of any. I cannot either. So it this has that interesting distinction. So I've never played
1: Fat Princess. Yeah,
0: that's I'm true. I'm sure right? that game
1: is very progressive. Very progressive, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously.
0: Yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah, so all right, let's talk about the gameplay a little bit. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I think it's a really elegant evolution of the Ms. Pac-Man formula because you have what you know you have which is maze what is
1: what is is pac-man or miss pac-man do they go around a maze they avoid ghosts they eat dots yeah and you have the core yeah yeah
0: that's the first thing you get introduced to it's like these are dots you eat them walk around and try and eat them all great makes sense uh and then it starts adding little wrinkles to it like you'll you'll come across like a block that you need to push and then you need to use that block to like slot it into a different place to get to a higher location or to access a different road and then there are TNT blocks which will blow up obstacles in your way and there, there's all kinds of neat ways. I don't know what they... the
1: name of this genre is. We've played a couple games. Like It's like is it a plat- puzzle platformer? Um, kinda.
0: I it, guess I feel like if, if it's a platformer you you have more control over the jumping. Yeah,
1: there's no jumping in it. like there's we played Charlie's Blast Territory as a bad version of this yeah. kind of thing. And Load Runner 3D was also this style. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like it's kind of based around pushing doing things in a certain order and not screwing yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Adventures of Lolo is much the same yeah. way. Yeah. Like it's a it's a fun style of like puzzle game that I really enjoy. Um, yeah, so this might this game might use the least amount of buttons on any game that we've talked about so far in yeah. that it uses none. Yeah, uh, You don't need to touch a button this entire time except to, like, advance through levels. Like uh, you Yeah, have... to go in the
1: menu. The menu has far more button pressing than the actual yeah. game.
0: Yeah, that's all of it. Uh, everything else is just your analog stick or your D-pad, whichever works best for you. Uh, I think we found the D-pad worked kind of better, right? Because there's yeah. a weird, like... It's like a continued momentum. Well,
1: it's, it, this game is set, like, everything, since it's basically on a grid, so mm-hmm. you can't move a little bit. You just, every time you press on the stick, you move a set distance. Yeah. Um, and so it's much easier to use the D-pad. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to turn fast. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah is.
0: It, it can be until you get a little used to it. You kind
1: of have to, which is, I think, kind of true to the original Pac-Man, is you kind of have to anticipate. Like, you hold down one direction, and before you get to the turn, you start holding yeah, the other way. you get to drift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> so, so really, Miss this is a took racing a game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bring on your questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so uh, you have, uh, in each it's level... It's about family. <laughs> <laughs> family. Yeah, I got my tread in my trachea, but it's all for my family. Okay. Uh, so you, need, you do have the option to, like, zoom in or out with the A or B buttons if you want to. But, my God, do not zoom in because no. it's impossible to see anything. All oh, Pixie's going to leave. Bye, Pixie. Oh, you tried. Oh, you're staying. Okay. You're annoying. You're not allowed in here anymore.
1: Okay, I scared her by opening the door. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is valuable this, content that the listeners can enjoy. This is why we
0: don't normally let the dog in here. But she gave me the eyes, so I had to <laughs> leave her in. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you, you don't want to zoom in because if you zoom in on it, you can't see anything coming your way, yeah. uh, which is just kind of pointless. And, I
1: mean, I think generally, like, the graphics here do a very good job of showing you what you need to see. Yeah. Um, this game looks very clean. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. not going to—it doesn't wow you or anything, but, I mean, the Miss Pac-Man sprite looks really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, they really got, like— the roundness of it right i know that yeah. sounds like i'm giving a left-handed compliment but like <laughs> you know there's no like jagged little edges on her, like there would be another uh, uh polygon games yeah you know? and
1: it's very easy to see the different directions you can go in the layout of the maze and the camera always stays pretty consistent the camera doesn't move at all like it follows you side to side but mm-hmm. it doesn't spin or rotate or anything so. no no
0: and sometimes like the camera's so far over on the edge that like it feels like it's almost ahead of you a little bit yeah. or like you're taking in too mm-hmm. much of the screen that you don't need to be seeing. There are
1: a couple times we noticed that there's like dots behind pillars that mm-hmm. you can't really mm-hmm. see except like the corner of. Yeah. Um, but that's not a huge deal.
0: It That more felt that didn't feel that felt intentional to me. That okay. felt like uh trying to make it harder to find all the dots, mm-hmm. you know, so just just a little. Ex- and that is one of the things you need to do. So in each level. You have the chance to earn one of four different stars. Uh, You can get them. You get one for beating the level, another for collecting all the dots, a third for eating all seven pieces of fruit, including the sweetest fruit out there, pretzels, (laughs) and uh, the last one is earned by replaying the level on time trial mode. And then the stars are used to unlock bonus levels later.
1: Okay, and again, I mean this is again a good adaptation of what the gameplay style was at the time, and something like um any 3d platform or you know crash bandicoot it's like you got to collect these things and go back and then unlock them all
0: exactly but, yeah which fine i mean yeah. this is a
1: good it really generally annoys me when games are like you need to go back to the level to unlock something else but a time trial really fits with this style of game.
0: i i think so too yeah yeah i think you can it's it's very replayable i find i don't know I, i've gone back to it a couple times um Just because it's it's something you can put on very casually and uh, you know put on a podcast because you're probably going to get sick of the music. The music's not bad. You're just going to get a little sick of the repetitiveness of it. It's
2: running through my head right now, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, death in video game music is always sort of very short loops.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, So yeah, uh, a couple of different things you'll run into. So oh, there are four different stages with or worlds or worlds with four stages per world. The game boasts of 180 mazes, but I think those Each are like. The stage is
1: e- sort of made up of like six or seven mazes. Right, yeah. They're mm-hmm. little
0: small ones and you have to kind of navigate your way through. Um, but yeah, what, what are or, the worlds? There's uh, the Cleopatra world, I guess, which is just like ancient Egypt. Yeah. Uh, there's a cave world, which kind of splits the difference between ice and fire, which I like. You kind of go back and forth. Uh, there's a Chinatown harbor, which. That's a unique world, right? Mm-hmm. We, If you think about it, like, every video game has an ice world, has a fire world, has a, you know, whatever. Haunted house world. Haunted house world. Which is the fourth one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is the fourth one. But, like, uh, a Shanghai Harbor is very unique, I think. I
1: mean, Dex had a Chinatown world, but it was very racist in that very game. Very racist, um, yeah, it, yeah. it seemed... It... It's played here a lot better. This is this well because the there's not characters. There's no and no. there's no accents. Miss Pac-Man does not do the offensive voice. No,
0: no, it it wasn't. She has her racist, own very either.
1: strange voice. Whenever you pick yeah. up a extra life in this game, she gives a very husky. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: It's a nod to the cartoon.
0: Extra life, yeah.
2: <laughs> My
0: trachea shredded too, yeah. Yeah, it's it's an interesting noise, and like every time it happens, but. uh yeah, so those are your four worlds, um, and each world it keeps kind of evolving the the gameplay mechanics yeah. in a smart way. So, as you go through the Cleopatra world, you run into sections where you need to launch yourself through this little like Sonic spinning the thing. Style. Exactly, you bump into like an obelisk and you get it teetering. And then when it's teetering, you have to go back through, hit the ramp again at just the right point, and knock it over to make a bridge. Yeah,
1: which, this is gen- something that you brought up. There's a couple styles of puzzles in this game. Like, the box-pushing stuff all works pretty intuitively. Like, I'm yeah. not crazy about that style of puzzle, but it generally works the way you'd expect it to. Yeah. Um, but there are a few times, like, those bashing into pillars to knock them over. And there's another one where you have to jump on a spring mm-hmm. and land on a magic carpet that is going back and forth. And it's, you have no control of yourself in the air, so it's very hard to time that.
0: Yeah, the timing gets it's, tricky. Yeah, uh, You were really good at just kind of like wandering onto them and just like, oh, I'm on them. Yeah, yeah but mean, then
1: I would accidentally go the wrong way and have to backtrack and make that jump again. And once it was purposeful, it was much harder to do correctly. Right, <laughs> right.
0: Uh, yeah, and I, I like in, in the ice caverns, you'll get... Ice blocks, which you know you push them and they'll just slide until something interrupts them.
1: Oh, okay. But then sometimes oh, it's they'll like be like that horrible uh, temple in uh, or cave in Pokemon Red Blue. Oh, right. Where you yeah, like yeah, have yeah. To sort of kick blocks back and forth to skate across.
0: This is random. Have you ever played the game Kickle Cubicle? Of course, I have. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I. I feel like that's the funnest game with the dumbest name. Okay. Like uh, that, that, that,
1: was their, that was their tagline for it. Yeah. <laughs> the funnest that, I, game with the dumbest name.
0: That might be the biggest Perfect. disparity there, right? Like, like a game you'd really like and play, but you would be revolted by a game called Kickle Cubicle, because what the fuck is a Kickle? Like, what does this have to do with ice block pushing? Like, I don't know. It, it's I also think...
1: Cubicle like reminds me of fingernails
0: oh yeah or yeah 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 or like an office building yeah. or something yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah something like that so i don't know um the, the well, post- i don't know but i'm saying oh, cuticle. Cuticle. Yeah. cuticle that was my yeah. Yeah. okay that, that read be it, that's a not a long the same minute word. well that's because one is actually
1: the word that it means <laughs> one is the way my brain went
0: um at any time if you push a block in a wrong place you can grab a little reset coin yeah. they'll usually be in some out of the way place you can go and grab it and sometimes that coin is part of the puzzle, so you need to like intentionally screw up to get on the other side of something, grab a coin, it'll reset the block so behind it's behind you, you now. So it, it's a, it's cleverly integrated. There's sections in like the lava caves, for example, where you have these ice blocks and you need to push them into lava, and it hardens the lava for a few seconds so you can walk across it. Oh, it sure does, man. Yeah, it's real tough. <laughs> it's real tough. Um, and then in the Chinatown world, some of the ghosts will start trailing gunpowder behind them and occasionally there are little spots on the dock that just have fireworks that'll go off, that'll hurt you, and uh, it'll ignite the gunpowder and chase you around. And But the ghosts will chase you, and like the mm-hmm. path will depend on where you're walking. So you have to be strategic about the way that you're laying out the gunpowder. Yeah,
1: and so this game is does have enemies, as you could probably surmise. Yeah. Um, and you dispatch them as you would with any, any pack game. You eat that power pellet, and they all turn blue. Um, one thing I didn't like quite as much is since this game is top-down, um I feel like the original Pac-Man, I don't know if this is well somehow when the ghost turned blue, it feels very emotive, yeah, like. I don't even. I guess their eyes sort of start pointing the other direction or something. They look, you, they, yeah, look they look scared. Yeah, They look scared. And oh he, no!
0: It's it's they they get they get a mouth right. Don't oh. they don't they make like a grimace face all of a sudden? Yeah, that sounds yeah, right. I think that's Whereas right.
1: here, you don't really get to see much of the character of any of the enemies. There's a weird like shirtless Anubis who's a little paunchy.
0: <laughs> he's, um, he's like, yeah, he's got like man boobs and yeah. like a dog head. It's very it's weird, and he'll shoot like a magic missile that'll chase you mm-hmm. for a certain range of like tiles. So. Yeah,
1: but when you get the power they just turned blue and it's it's just a shame that it's this game doesn't quite have the level of character that i would like but
0: um, they but. they mix it up a little bit like the the ghosts in the egypt world have little like pharaoh headsets mm-hmm. on and like they, the ghosts look different in every level depending on
1: and then, yeah there's like facing. a little caterpillar level that in the chinatown is like uh, one of those new year's uh, chinese new year's dragons
0: yeah right. yeah 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 and the caterpillars are really fun to eat because if you grab them in the middle I don't know. They'll keep going, but you have to like grab them at the head and take out the whole thing. So it's like centipede. But yeah, it's probably an intentional thing. Yeah, um, well, I don't know. What what Karim, what did you think of the game? The single player mode?
2: I had a really hard time with it. Um, I can figure out mazes if I have some time, mm. but because scary Anubis guy was walking around, I was oh. under all that pressure and I couldn't and I handed the controller to you. <laughs> we you were
1: also under the very unpleasant world of having people watch you play video games, yeah. which always I don't know, at least to me, lends a unpleasant air. Like some of the, f- I, I, I got a job once like uh, doing data entry mm. and my supervisors like would watch me during oh. my first week to make sure I was doing it right, oh, God. which resulted in me doing it wrong constantly because they were watching me mm-hmm. and then I got fired in a week. So oh, God. that was off. that was not a great run, but I'm saying don't, don't watch people like your <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah unless
0: they're into that that's you know that's their whole <laughs> thing right. i was not into it i take like
2: a minute to learn stuff like i'm the same thing with board games like yeah. i need to sit with it for some time so yeah yeah, yeah it was
1: the same problem that i have with uh, this is very off topic but like <laughs> uh, playing like demon souls online yeah. is uh-huh. like i got frustrated and i'm like i'll just have someone come online and help me and so someone who knew what they were doing and was way ahead of me would just teleport and run right ahead. And I'm like, wait, I don't know where you're going. I haven't explored this. And then I came and, like, the boss was dead. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I guess I beat it? But I have no idea what happened. Go
0: me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at this game. Yeah. I mean,
1: this game definitely falls into, like, you know how these kind of puzzles in video games work this is a very video game logic right of things like you're gonna push this rock into this hole so you can put the tnt on top of it and blow up the rock next to it and like that's pretty apparent if you've played a lot of games of this type yeah but like i don't know it's it's just very based very much on video game logic
0: <laughs> totally <laughs> which, like 100%. this genre
1: is just this is one of these things in video games that's like when was the last time you pushed a crate Steve so you could jump on top
0: of it and reach another crate (laughs) oh god it's been hours at (laughs) least it's been been a bit it's been a bit Uh, but uh, I stay away from the red barrels at least I try not to hang around those anymore I've learned my lesson (laughs) yeah but, I mean, I, I feel like there is, like, this isn't the hardest game in the world, but I feel like there is a challenge level to it. Like, I think some of the stages, like, they do... Uh, well, and yeah. plus, we, we foisted it off on you, Karim, when it was three levels in. So the complexity was starting to elevate as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: my lazy ass took the first level with all the tutorials <laughs> in it. So, I mean, uh, I really, not totally fair.
1: I really like how... Um, this, I do think that this game puts a good... Level of challenge of like you mess around it with just long enough to be like, oh, how do I do that? Yeah, and then you might like do it wrong once or twice and then you figure it out, whereas Mm -hmm. Load Runner. You do the same puzzle like six times, and you're like, "Man, how does this work?" It, you can get it's, hung, it's sort yeah. of more satisfying when you figure it out in that. Yeah. But like this, you want it to keep moving.
0: You do, you mm-hmm. do. Uh, I I feel like this would just be an absolutely ideal mobile game. Like it, it's one button controls. Like you can just kind of swipe around and like navigate her around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would probably be playing it right now while I'm trying to talk uh, because <laughs> it's it's it gets under your skin a little bit. Uh, I definitely want to talk about this multiplayer mode. I guess one other thing to note is that this does have classic Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man on the cart if you want to play it. Mm-hmm. Go for it. It's here. It which as
1: well it should.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes sense. It's easy to put on it, stuff. It, it's fun. It's fun. Always great. Uh, but yeah, so this game has a, a number of multiplayer modes. So there are three major modes here. There's Dot Mania, which is a race to see which Pac person can eat 80 dots first. Uh, there is a uh, ghost tag where players all start as ghosts until they find a Ms. Pac-Man token. Then that person turns into a Ms. Pac-Man, and they have to eat 50 dots before they get tagged by a ghost and turned back into a ghost. Mm-hmm. Transfers over to Ms. Pac-Man. And then there's Da Bomb, where one person uh, is a bomb, <laughs> and you, you get to move faster <laughs> while you're a it bomb. Has a timer. Yeah, you have a timer, and you have to tag somebody else to pass the curse onto them. And they keep going until the timer runs down and then the last person standing wins. So Let's, let's break these down. Yeah, yeah, go
1: through them one by one. So the one at the top is the, the pellet munching one, which seemed like it would be sort of the simplest and most fun, but is actually the worst by far. Yeah, um, it
0: was chaotic and just like this game noisy. Is,
1: the multiplayer is weird graphically because it doesn't look like classic Pac-Man, but it also doesn't really look like the single-player game. Yeah. It's sort of you're mm-hmm. on a classic Pac-Man map, but it's pretty far zoomed out and everyone's sort of in one corner.
0: Yeah, I was expecting um, split screen and it wasn't. Everybody's on the same board at the same time, which does make it very small and that it takes a little getting used to. Well, And
1: then the thing that's shitty is you have four characters that you can pick from you. Pac-Man, Miss, also, random side, yeah. Pac-Man's in the multiplayer, but does not seem to be mentioned at all in the single-player game. No, not at all. Which is just very odd. Like, if he's supposed to be married to Miss Pac-Man, it's weird that she doesn't have a scene of like, hey,
0: I'm going on a grand adventure. Yeah. Like, take care of the kids. Hi, honey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, I guess technically he just thought she was going over to Professor Pac's house to check out a contraption, you know, <laughs> okay. as one does. As... Yeah.
1: And then she's not back for months. <laughs> Weirdly, but isn't
0: adventure that... Adventure ensues. Yeah. <laughs> that was the same plot of Goemon, too, wasn't it? Like... Oh going yeah! Going to a going to an inventor's house to look at their contraption and it goes wrong.
1: That one t- brought someone back from the dead. I
0: feel like I don't know enough inventors. Like I feel like I I, I never get invited over. It's like, oh hey, you want you want to come over and see my my invention? Everyone needs it their own
1: personal that way. <laughs> right? <Everyone laughs> needs yeah. their own Personal Doc Brown. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yes.
0: Exactly. I, again, another trope that like I'm disappointed wasn't true in real yeah. life. Yeah.
1: So your your characters that you can pick from: the one like a Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man. Pac-Professor, Professor, who is you know Pac-Man with a mustache and a mor- motorboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Baby Pack.
0: Um, mm, who crawls who crawls around. Super tiny. Look, and it's is
1: tiny. The problem with all these characters is they're all yellow circles. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's very hard to tell which yellow circle you are. Like you. Unless you, I
0: feel like you have a distinct advantage if you choose the Professor first, because that's yeah. going to be the most have, recognizable one. And
1: I just want to say generally, like. Multiplayer Pac-Man is like kind of secretly awesome. Yeah. There's a few multiplayer Pac-Man games that are really good um, One that you might if you've ever been to an arcade um, You know back years ago. Yeah, when um, you can go no, outside. Yeah, yeah. No, no, this is in most current arcades it's, it's like Pac-Man versus I think it's called. Yeah, it's like the flat table It's with a the flat table yeah. and they have big Pac-Man. Everyone's a different color um, it's like $0.50 cents a person, but you get to play like five or six games of it. You get um, a good
0: game out of it. It's really fun. I always, yeah. I always pick that one up every time I'm in No, that arcade. one's
1: great. And there's a really, really cool one that is sort of a go-to for me, um, which came out on the GameCube called Pac-Man Versus, which I think was bundled with Pac-Man World. Mm. Um, and the way that works is you use the GameCube link cable. Um, so one person is looking at a um, Game Boy Advance, yeah. and they can see the, the entire board on... I'm trying to. Re- I think. I think it's that way. Yeah, they see the whole board on their Game Boy Advance. And then other people on the screen play as ghosts, and they can only see a very limited section of the board. Yeah. And they're trying to chase down um, Pac-Man.
0: Yeah. So, so it's it's like a fun, like asymmetrical uh, multiplayer game, like yeah. like Friday the Thirteenth. Exactly. It's a, exactly. Like yeah, Friday the exactly Thirteenth in every way. Say. Yeah. And Pac-Man's got
1: a hockey mask. On. <laughs> he does. He
0: does. And you get to dispatch the ghosts in horrible ways. Yeah. The
1: ghosts are all having sex with each other. And then Pac-Man <laughs> sneaks out. Oh, I
0: love that part where Pac-Man grabs the sleeping bag and just bashes it against a tree. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, but, yeah, so, all right, pack, dot mania, it sounds like a fun idea in theory. It's like you're racing yeah. to get to be the first pack person to eat 80 dots, and if you bump into another pack person, they lose some dots, and then you can gather them up, and they get reset back to their corner. It's very, very, very chaotic in execution yeah. because you're constantly just having, like, dots scattering everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, because of the
1: weird camera angle, it's hard to get an idea of where they're going to drop to, like, yeah. the depth.
0: And I think it's it's mandatory four-player, right? Like, Because we had they to have put, a, They put a computer they, player. They put a computer in, so uh Which I don't mind.
1: I mean, no. if you're going to have something mandatory four-player, you better supply that computer
0: player. I, f- <laughs> I find it's good to have something that we can all pick on. Like, yeah. every, It's like, okay, it's okay. We can we can compete later, but and right now we need to stop the computer. And the computer never won,
1: which is also very important. It's yeah. bullshit. When it doesn't when have a, an unfair advantage. When there's no. a default computer in there that's set to like very hard. Yeah, yeah. Because like, there's nothing worse than playing a multiplayer game and the computer winning. I hate okay. that. Every time,
0: every race. Game. Fuck. That's why yeah. I can't
1: play. It. That's why I don't like cooperative board games. Yeah, you play them for three hours, and you're like, "Oh, we didn't win. The game won." Yeah. And you're like, "Well, that was fun." <laughs> Fuck you, game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care if my friend beat me. I just don't yeah. want this concept of a board game to win. Um. So yeah, this this <laughs> mode is kind of a mess, and it set us. You know, we were very excited going into the yeah. multiplayer. And then we tried this, and we're like, "Oh, that's kind of a bust." But yeah. then we moved on to the next mode, which is Ghost
0: Tag. Which I think, if I'm if I'm weighing them, Ghost Tag was my favorite. Yes, I think Ghost Tag was my favorite. Right? What do you would, would you agree? I don't know. I or, like the bomb one. Yeah, the bomb one's fun too. too. Yeah. Equals I mean, split. as Meatloaf would say.
1: Two out of three ain't bad. right? (laughs) Um,
0: It's all coming back to me now. Exactly. Um,
1: So, like, out of of hell, you play uh, (laughs) Ghost Tag, and the way this works is, yeah, you all start as ghosts, and eventually a Miss Pac-Man sort of icon appears. Mm -hmm. You race around to touch it. Whoever touches it becomes whatever their pack character is, Mm -hmm. and then the other people are still ghosts. You can only collect dots when you're a pack. Yeah. um, But then if somebody else you know tags you they become the pack and collect ghosts and it's only mm-hmm. first to like t- 30 i think yeah um no it's 50 it's okay. about 50 dots yeah but this thinking. is a lot of fun because there's a lot of situations where you're like you'll tag someone and then someone will tag you and then they'll yeah. have free reign and yeah.
0: the, the person gets tagged is like frozen for just like one second so mm-hmm. the other person can get away mm. um yeah no
1: i think no, you are like getting confused one... with the bomb one but yeah oh, oh, sorry yeah. oh, oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: yeah yeah i think i maybe like the bomb one best because i could tell more clearly who is who mm-hmm. at all times. That's Cause, true.
0: Because you have a timer over your head too. And everybody yeah. It yeah. looks a
2: little bit different and the yeah. box really called out and
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean sure. I think
1: the reason that these other modes work so much better than the just eat pellet mode is you only are really focusing on one thing because you only are going for whoever is the target at the time or staying away from whoever has the bomb at the time right right so you're not getting overwhelmed by sort of the bad camera angle and just dots flying everywhere
0: yeah Mm -hmm. oh we should mention the four stages there are four stages they all look kind of similar but they've got amazing uh, forced pack puns. So yeah. oh, let's see. There's Deep Impact. There's Pack, pack to, to the, the future. future. Pack to the Future. Uh, and Portal Combat. Portal, yeah. portal Combat yeah. was a great one. Um, the the only one... A pack pun. Not a pack pun, but it's in there. It is um, a portal
1: pun because all these levels have the traditional thing of you can go in one end and out the other. Yes, yes, of course. Like, um, like the pretzels that you eat in, <laughs> in the game.
0: I would, I would like more maps. I would like them to be a little more distinctive, and I would like to get rid of the Pac-Man one entirely because it's got little barrier gates yeah, that pop up yeah, randomly, like, and it's just it kind of throws you off your of flow. You kind of
1: only notice the levels when they have shitty design. Right,
0: right. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just kind of like a blue maze in a black background. It's not terribly visually distinctive. But the gameplay is so frantic and fun. Like, uh, it's, I think these, these latter two are frantic in a good way. The first yeah. one's frantic in, like, I don't we know didn't even mention on. in Dot Mania there are power-ups. Like, we didn't know what was happening because no. someone randomly accidentally ate a piece of cake. And suddenly they're huge. <laughs> and, like, or, or you hit lightning. Or I, I, hit, I ate a chili pepper. And suddenly I'm yeah. trailing fire behind me. For a long time, yeah. I'm like consuming yeah. this board <laughs> in flames. Terrifying.
1: You're, was, you're a baby on fire,
0: just a little baby <laughs> scrambling around on fire. Like, it was crazy.
1: It has the same problem that um, Bomberman does when you would get the skull power up, yeah, and, like a random thing would happen, mm-hmm. but it was never clear what that thing was, right? It's,
0: yeah, which was it's, always frustrating, yeah. Uh, Corinne wound up being really good at all of these multiplayer modes. You kind of wound up handing our asses to us, like, <laughs> in all When I to of do these.
2: a maze really fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean,
0: you were doing it, and you were knocking us out and just, like, screaming obscenities. It was great. Like, yeah,
1: there's there's yelling. There's fun yelling. yelling well, yeah, this, that's yelling. what you want. That's what yeah. you want. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, um, you know, the, the N64 definitely has a reputation as a multiplayer system, despite the fact that so far we've found maybe... Eight really good yeah. multiplayer yeah. games. Yeah, most
0: games um, have it, but m- very few do games, it well. Yeah, they're
1: like Donkey Kong sixty four. We're like, we put multiplayer in here. Like, sure. There's these two <laughs> modes of the um, Ghost Tag and the bomb, the hot potato bomb thing. Yeah, are both really fun. Um, really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would, I would, if I think that this game is worth tracking down. Like the single player is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think good. that it can go in your regular multiplayer rotation for these because they're, it's very accessible to anyone um, yeah. because the premise is very simple um and it's fair yeah um yeah and it's fun and chaotic and it doesn't take too long absolutely
0: i'm
2: the test if you can get an entry level exactly exactly the one well, yeah the test.
0: no and, and you nailed it and you were really good at it. and again like i said we never let that bastard computer win yeah uh, which is always which very is sense. also oh, yeah
1: the um the bomb one has a thing where if you get eliminated um you come back as a ghost, and it's similar to man. Right. So you can, like, hold people back by sort of grabbing them as the ghost. And so yeah. when Steve and I were both dead, we're just, like, ganging up on the computer. Yeah, pin yeah, it down, yeah. Pin it,
0: right. down. it was great, yeah. It's my we just, least
2: like, honorable victory. <laughs>
1: guys
2: are just, like, pinning him in the
0: corner. We were defending your honor <laughs> <laughs> from a ghost. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's about all I've got as far as, like, notes are going. I covered all these other things. It, so, yeah, I mean, um, this yeah. isn't,
1: like, a game that is very ambitious, but if you like, terribly. it's a game that knows what it is. And because of that, like, it doesn't make any big mistakes.
0: No, like, it's, it's quietly very high quality. Like yeah. it, it does, it does what it wants to do very well.
1: Cause I feel like so many games for the N64 are trying to jam in a lot of crap. Yeah. And then the end result is like, they have a shitty camera or something that kind right. of ruins the game or just a bunch of stuff you don't want to collect that you have to collect. Yeah. And this game doesn't have any of that. Like, no. If you like this style of gameplay, this this is a good one.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Do we want to move on to our rankings? Yeah, I think we're I think we're there. So uh, each week we are ranking the games that we have just played. Oh my god, we have so many now. We are up to two hundred and forty-two. Uh, what do you want to go first? Sure. Oh. Um,
1: this game, I'm going to put it number fifty-two. Okay. Um, this isn't just not a style of game that I'm that crazy about, and I think I talked about that when we played Charlie Blast Territory and. Um, the load runner game yeah and sometimes even bomberman um so this game I'm actually putting right next to bomberman um okay. it's right above bomberman 64 perfect um which i think is another game that has a sort of slow-paced but fun single player and um a fun party multiplayer mode
0: definitely definitely uh and
1: I think this game is a little more polished than that one
0: yeah yeah I think so too um this this type of game is kind of my thing. Like, I don't know why. I've just always kind of gravitated towards these kind of strategic, puzzly, platformy kind of games. And I think this is just a a really, really excellent one. And the addition of these surprising, super fun multiplayer modes kind of puts it over the top for me. So this is going in the top 20. This is number 19. Uh, going, going right below Tony Hawk Three and right above Quake Two. Um, it's weird l- company. <laughs> it's very weird company. Uh, yeah, I think this one's a delight. I think this is a this is a real treat, and um, I think you would not regret picking this one up for your Nintendo 64.
1: Yeah, and it is on many systems. It's so, on many and systems. I, I can't yeah. imagine it's very much different on any of them. I can't. But, yeah,
0: I mean, I maybe the Game Boy Advance one is a little different, but I don't. But it doesn't I mean, even necessarily need to be. Game Boy Advance could handle this game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I mean it would just be sort of strewn back in terms of graphics, but yeah. pretty much everything else would work the same. Um though I guess with the N64 version, you're getting those four controller ports.
0: That's true. That's important. a big yeah. And I guess the dream wait, does Dreamcast have four? Dreamcast. Dreamcast has four has four. Four. Yeah, Dreamcast yeah. Four. Uh Corinne this is your only game on the list, so it's your favorite game. Congratulations. No
2: to that. that's yeah, yeah. No, it's not a
0: bad that's yeah. not a bad pull. It's not a bad pull. Um, all right, well, we have one letter to read here. Let me bring this up. Oh, the dogs are barking. All right, this letter says, Hey, guys. Hello. I just started listening to your podcast, and Thanks. it has been awesome. Your witty repartee is delightful, and I love that you are addressing every game, not just the favorites for the system. Thank you so much. Uh, if you guys will think it's interesting to know that a Twitch streamer... I think you guys will think it's interesting to know that a Twitch streamer named Mr. Radon is currently playing through every Nintendo 64 game to completion. Wow. wow. Uh, if you or anyone else listening to the podcast gets a chance to check out his stream and you see me in the chat, trachea44, oh, okay. be sure to say hello.
1: <laughs> Signed, Mr. Radar. <laughs>
0: Signed. Uh, and that's from that's from Tim. Uh, and I, I read that out because I've been wanting to try and get more into Twitch lately because, I don't know, I feel like it's just a whole I mean, it definitely subset fits of the gaming world doing, that I don't yeah. understand. Um, so I might check this out. Yeah, it sounds kind of fun. Wonder I wonder where he is now. He's, he's stuck in the middle of Jet Force Gemini and... Collecting
1: <laughs> all of the tribals. <laughs> <forever>. <laughs> and
0: yeah, that, that, I don't envy him that. Some of these, like, Elmo you can beat in a sitting. <laughs> Star Fox you can beat in a sitting. What are some of the others? We've beaten a few. Yeah, um... Powerpuff Girls. Power- yeah, ooh. Power Rangers almost. Yeah. There's got
1: to be I'm not, I'm really curious now to what games like he's had the most trouble with cuz I bet you get to some of these games where you get to some point in the game and you're like this is just broken. Yeah, like this yeah, doesn't yeah. really work. I can't really finish this. And, I can't imagine
0: trying to play all the way through Daikatana. Yeah. Like that I that sh- game was like kind of impossible to play. Yeah. Uh for sustained periods of time. <laughs> so so good on you, Mr. uh what, what was that? It was Mr. Radon. That was right? Yeah, Mr. Radon is the And I, I want to say
1: test, yeah. um First off, thank you to everyone who sent letters. Like, it's always a highlight to get letters, especially when they're nice. Um, Absolutely. I would also say if you like the show, um, you should review us on iTunes because I was checking out iTunes lately, and there's a lot of good reviews on there, but there's a lot of reviews pissed about our political views. Yeah. So go in like... uh, you know, push push those off to the to the back corner. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, very very sensitive Joe Rogan fans out there. Yeah. Apparently, the the toughest manliest men out there uh, are, are very upset yeah. about me saying anything Look, bad about them. we're not going
1: to argue that Joe Rogan could beat us up.
0: Just, you know, probably, but, probably. I think I could outrun him. Yeah. I don't know. I might say he's always choking on a cigar. Yeah.
1: So know. um, tell tell people about the show. You know, we we Absolutely. always have we always have fun doing it and more. More listeners is always welcome. So take a minute. If you if you write a nice letter to us, just copy and paste that into a iTunes review. Yeah,
0: as well. we love that. We yeah. don't care. Yeah, and uh, also check us out at patreon.com slash ultra64pod. We got a bunch of stuff on there. At this time, at the time of this release, we would have just released an episode on Boom Blocks for the Wii. Boom Another very, very fun multiplayer game, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we've just got so much other content on there to dig through, and it's not all N sixty four related. We cover the well, spectrum. Yeah, like Boom Blocks, for example, and like like Boom <laughs> Boom blo- Mike Boomberg's Boom Blocks. Yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> alright everybody uh, Corinne thank you so much for being here thanks for having me do you me. have anything to, to plug or promote or anything uh, social media absolutely anything like that absolutely not that's nice. awesome that's the way that's the to live the, right that's there. the way to it's be it's plug free living your life being free of plugs uh, well thank you everybody for listening oh next week's episode we are what are we doing I, I have no idea <laughs> we are um, oh we're we're closing out basketball we're playing our last round of basketball oh. games we're going to be playing Kobe Bryant and nba courtside nba courtside 2 featuring kobe bryant and fox sports college hoops 99 that's the only college sports game on the N 64
1: well thank thank goodness that one of them's there yeah we're such hardcore college sportsmen it's
0: it's a good thing it's there i'm gonna know all these players names um so yes we're gonna be closing out basketball next week uh that should be that should be a fun one so um we will talk to you all later waka waka everybody